There is something about music up here at Camp Has. We have some special guests here who are with us. Dr. Yes. Razel Yaish, uh, who has been a guest of ours. Oh, my gosh. I remember you visiting us, if I'm right. Oh. You can tell me. I can't say East Orange, but certainly in the Jersey City studio, for sure. Oh, but, I had but, a but maybe even the East Orange studio, which goes way, way back to an era far, far beyond where we are right now. <laughs> anyway, it's great to have you back again for I don't know what time uh, number here on JM of the AM. Yeah, I think I've stopped counting, but I definitely remember uh, Jersey City with vivid, uh, vivid yeah. color and vivid color. So. And you again are the girls head counselor. Shuli Sohn is here. Women's staff support. Oh, boy, do I want to speak to Shuli oh, Sohn yeah. <laughs> because I, I'll tell you that the um, – one of the things we always talk about is how much support is necessary, especially at the beginning of the summer. It's all summer long, obviously. We all know this, but especially at the beginning of summer. So we will talk about that uh, in a moment. Uh, how would you um, – and, and we just mentioned the segue to your segment. We just mentioned that there is a, uh, that there is a um, concert coming up in the afternoon here. Can you address to my audience why Jewish music or music in general is so important to the Hass population? Oh my goodness! Actually, the concert—I don't—I don't want to give anything away, but we even have like a, a, a song of the summer that happened because every counselor walks around <laughs> with a portable speaker attached to their body this summer because That's what we're at now. because the campers need that music. It is like coming out of each wheelchair, coming out of each counselor. Smart idea, by the Amazing. way. Amazing. We are roving concerts yeah. walking around camp all day long because it brings our campers to life. It, it, it adds joy to camp. Uh, should I give away the song of the summer? Or maybe, maybe not. We'll, we'll leave it a surprise. Yeah, but, I guess. Yeah, we, yeah. We, we can reveal it whenever you want. <laughs> but um, that, that, that piece, the music piece, is like built into the fabric of Camp Hask. And I would bet that it also, it, it's, it has to help cognitively as well. Right, because I would assume some campers either memorize the words or appreciate the repetition. You know, it's, it's got to help in that area as well, right? Yeah, I'm going to do it. The song, there's a song every camper is singing is this Noach is a big tzaddik, which, <laughs> a, which is a, which is just a you know a song that is simple and beautiful, right. and, and our campers hear it and they feel loved, and then. And then the day is easier and life is easier and you can do everything with joy. It's just beautiful. I love it. That fits right into what I just described in terms of what everybody uh, is experiencing here musically at Camp Hass. So I have to ask you the, uh, the other question I have for you, and that is uh, how's camp going from the girls' head counselor perspective? Oh my gosh. This happens to be, aside from the incredible gift of Hashem's weather this summer, which oh. has just been glorious every Amazing. single day, um, we have... As always, a big, beautiful, talented staff of female counselors. And Shuli's going to talk about this in a minute, but we really believe that our counselors are also, in a way, our campers. We take care of them. We look out for them. We love them. And uh, it's just been a joyous rocking and rolling Well, summer. I'll ask both of you to address this then. I'm getting the impression already from speaking to some of the counselors, including rookie counselors who are here, that this transition to being a Camp Hass counselor is easier than it was in past years that this has just become an easier process. We used to joke, you and I, about uh, those who would show up here and after 24 hours of discovering what they have to do, would think of a plan to get out of here. Oh, but it doesn't seem to be that way anymore. Am I right about that or am I wrong? I will say I have not had a single counselor who came over to me and said, I'm out. I'm out. Or at least I considering it, right. You know, it's hard. doesn't necessarily mean it's an easy job and you have to adjust and you have to get used to it. But no one, no counselor position has said, I cannot do this. I have X plan. I'm leaving this day, which I'm not going to say I've never heard, right. <laughs> heard in the past when they were like not sure how, how everything was going to go. So um, I guess and that I, speaks for something. And I think that's a indication of what I'm saying, that there's, there's not that you weren't prepared in the old days, but there's even more preparation in terms of what the counselors need to be uh, 
you know, to be introduced to this work. And obviously the support staff during the summer helps keep that going as well. Now talk about the support staff during the summer because, I, I mean, you know, it, it's obvious when a, when a rookie or anybody here is having trouble, there are other counselors to go to, there are division heads to go to, there are people with a lot of experience to go to. But I, I would guess there's also a more formal system of trying to help people who need to get something off their chest or need a problem solved. What would that be like? Exactly. There's like the practical things that sometimes you need help with, where the division heads or the head counselors come in. But sometimes <clears throat> counselors just need someone to check in on them. Right. And the division heads and the head counselors, they do check in on them, but they're busy with so many other things. And it's just a matter. Sometimes it's formal. Sometimes it's informal. Sometimes it's literally just saying, hey, do you want to chat later? And you end up talking and they end up talking about whatever it is that they need that they didn't even know that they needed. And the rest of their day can go smoother. And sometimes it's formal. They ask specifically, you know, for a meeting, whether it could be something personal, it could be something having to do with camp. It could be anything because at the end of the day everything affects the way that they're able to counselor and able to be in camp um, and to be able to have like an outlet and a place to go for that kind of things really enhances the avira and the environment that uh, you know they're able to work you in. You know you also. had a cousin uh, Miriam Wallach am I right? <laughs> you had a cousin that used to work at Camp Hask and no doubt I would assume imparted some of her expertise on you when you started working here. She actually has a cousin currently on staff. That's I mean, correct. You know, a little credit where he's due, but no, he's uh, he's certainly a freshie here and has a lot to learn from these two women and from all the other people who are here who can impart wisdom and offer support. Um, Razel, mm -hmm. there, there seems, I could be wrong about this, when, when discussing the camper-counselor ratio now, it seems to be even tighter or even more significant than in past years. Am I wrong about that? That in the, in the olden days, there may have been more campers for a counselor, and now one of the ways to get to the goals that Shuli just described is to have a lot more staff immediately with those campers? You're so on You're so on target. We learn, you know, we learn new tricks all the yeah. time, but um, we definitely at this point feel, in terms of staffing, that we, we staff high. We make sure that everyone has a space to breathe. Highest ever, I assume. The highest ever. I think every, there's no bunk that doesn't have one plus, like an extra counselor every day with your campers, so that there's always, let's say there's four campers in a bunk, you've got five counselors right. on duty. And that alleviates a lot of the, I don't know, training or situations or I don't know, you're just surrounded by a lot of people with experience <laughs> and, and people willing to help you as a counselor. Look, I'm a clinical psychologist during the year, but I take off my hat and give that to Shuli here in the summer. She, <laughs> could, she could do that here for the summer. And, uh, and uh, but, but, but I think that piece alone, human to know that you have hands around to help you, that you, you could breathe for a second, that you could turn to someone when you're, when you're just having a rougher day. Um, it has been probably our biggest, um, safest and best, you know, adaptation over the years. What's it like to have an opportunity now to actually welcome people into camp? Because obviously over the last couple of summers, there was either a very strong effort or a strong suggestion that people stay out. I mean, today, this is wild. I mean, just, yeah, to, give, yeah. just to give our listeners what's going on here, experience didn't just start, it exploded. The lines were down the road. People are just popping in here with so much joy and energy. We haven't done this in a while, and, and we woke up with this excitement. We actually didn't probably go to sleep, but whatever. You know, those people who went to sleep woke up with excitement for the day ahead. It's really special. No question about it. And I said hundreds before. It's obviously with camp, uh, camp counselors and the staff members and campers. There'll be thousands that are going to be here eventually for Camp Hask Experience Day, enjoying all of this. Um, speaking to uh, Razel Yaish, the girls' head counselor here at Camp Hask for how many years at this point? I think I was, someone asked me to count recently, but I think total years I'm 
actually, Nachim, you're not going to believe this. I think I'm hitting close to 30. Is that wow. crazy? Wow. How did that That's happen? But it's all right <laughs> you're one of the first people we met. Yeah, we, we originated the role of girls head counselor when camp was growing. We had one program director, and then we said, hold right. on a second. We need to have a boys head counselor and a girls head counselor. And we've been rolling, rolling with that since. Thank God. Uh, how many people are working for Shuli Stone when it comes to women's support? Because I assume you have people that, or you just work directly with the division heads and, and help them do the job. Yeah, I'm really, I'm really there for any parts of staff, whether you're waitress, child care, division heads, right? Head counselors sometimes. Wow. <laughs> no, I'm just joking. <laughs> <laughs> um, the counselors, uh, the counselors themselves, I don't necessarily have a team working underneath me, but sometimes the team's it's, in uh, place. Yeah, the team's they in place. Just, sometimes it's helping uh, people go to their appropriate, you know, helping them learn how to go to who's there for them and learning who's there for them. There's so much support. Um, sometimes I just help direct it a little bit. Right. One, other, oh, sorry, one other thing Shuli does is she runs the Women's Based Medrash Program, which is another avenue of wow. support for people who need that religious sort of, you know, way. Wow. Uh, and that she's underplaying that, but she does a lot of night work in the Based Medrash with women, you know, learning through that avenue, through Torah support is another avenue. I hope I'm saying that right, Shuli. That's yeah. a big thing. Um, Men and women, it's a big thing for Camp Has staff. We should remind people that uh, the whole, the, the learning aspect and just being involved in, in Jewish things, you know, Jew <laughs> Jewish topics and Jewish community aspects is also very important. And, uh, and frankly, once they graduate from here, we want them involved in Jewish causes and we want them involved in Jewish community life because you, you create some great people here. We, we spent some time earlier talking about how life-changing experiences can be for the campers because there are campers who will pick up skills here during the summer. Uh, but can you address for a minute, and I'm told it's the last minute actually, could you address the life-changing experience for the women counselors, for those who leave here differently than when they got here? 100%. First of all, I just wanted to say Rev Judah always says that he runs a camp for campers during the day, but he also runs a right. camp for the counselors That's at the night and the programming one, right? and, the, and the learning and everything. Right. There is no way that someone coming through here, regardless of the reason they got here, cannot leave this place, you know, somewhat uplifted, changed um, by being completely selfless over an entire summer. Um, they, you know, whether it's religiously, just as a person, yep. there's there's no way you can step foot in here and not leave. Well, that's it. So seven, eight weeks later, you're, you're it's different people. Uh, like the high school say, you're going to come in here a girl, you're going to leave a lady, right? <laughs> or they say to the guys, you're going to come in here a child and leave a man. Here they come at the Camp Hask a certain way at the beginning of July, and they leave a different way at the end of August, which is great. Uh, look, uh, obviously, uh, any opportunity that I have to laud the creation of Jewish leadership, I'm going to do so, and this is certainly a place for that. And I thank both of you for that and for joining me this morning. Uh, Rezo Yaish, Dr. Rezo Yaish, and uh, Shuli Sohn here at Camp Hask. Thanks to both of you. Thank you. Thank Great you so to speak much. To you. Good to